This episode is sponsored by the Spirit Sisters Fall Weekend Retreat in Menla. This will be held November 3rd through the 6th at the most beautiful place in the Catskills in New York, Menla. You will arrive on Thursday at 3 p.m. and share all vegan vegetarian meals with us on the grounds, yoga, meditation, Reiki, a sound bath healing, workshops, and nature hikes. Enjoy this getaway. This is available to 15 women, and we cannot wait to see you. All the information will be below, and all registration is taken through menla.org. Hello, and welcome to the Intuitive Woman Podcast. My name is Tina Conroy. I am so grateful you are here. As a professional intuitive medium, Reiki master, and yoga teacher, my intention is to explore intuition so you can gain clarity, confidence, and trust in your inner wisdom. I honor your spiritual growth. Thank you for listening. Today on the podcast is a two-part episode. The first part is the final time at Lilydale, and the second part is universal messages for July. I didn't want to skip over that, and I didn't want July to get too far ahead. So let's go back to my notes and talk about Lilydale. And this is the fun part. Well, it was all fun, but this is the paranormal part. So the night before we left, we went to, we had a barn fire and we had a lot of fun. And there was a house outside of Lilydale called the Red House. You can look it up. It's actually used now for weddings and it can look a little spooky, but it's very historical. It's in the 1700s, I believe, and it's outside the gates of Lilydale. So you could walk from the gates of Lilydale or just drive your car over. And that's where we had most of our meals. So the last night, the third night, not everybody partook in this, and this was not part of the programming. This was just sort of an extra little bonus. We were hanging out and uh, Mooney is a fantastic guy. He works with uh, Lisa Williams. Um, he said, let's do some paranormal investigation. Maybe we'll have some fun. And everybody was kind of up for it. So a couple of the ladies, which I didn't realize, had been doing paranormal investigation in their own states or in their own hometowns. And I had taken a paranormal investigation class online with Lisa Williams. And it was so much fun. I, I learned so much it opened my eyes to so many things and I loved it. Matter of fact, I'm probably going to rewatch all the videos that are in my library about it. But a few women were all in. They were doing paranormal investigations where they were from. And there was two or three from California. They were all over the country. So they had all the, the fun gadgets and all the, all the cool stuff. And so if if you're interested in all this stuff, there are a few things. There is a voice recorder, which hopefully records voices of spirit. There's also a EMF detector, which is like a heat sensor. And there's a few other things, but a lot of paranormal investigators can even use their phone. So we kind of entered in groups. We were very structured not to go through the whole house together because we were a very large group. 
and we went in groups of three. And as we were sent up through the house, other groups were waiting below. So you had a front staircase and then you had a back staircase. Now, let me preface this. I am the biggest scaredy cat in my entire life. The fact that I was even in a quote unquote paranormal investigation, quote unquote, maybe a haunted house in the middle of the night, in the middle of the woods is crazy to me that I even did this. But, you know, I was very safe. I was with amazing people that I got to meet over the last couple of days. And I said, what the heck? So we entered the house. Um, and I actually have it on my phone. I videotaped it and it just looks so creepy and scary. And I was so scared. Why I was scared, I don't know. I think, you know, you know, obviously horror movies and things like that and television. So we entered the first room and we didn't have a lot of history about the house, which was good. We knew that it had been owned by a family, many families. We knew that it went pretty far back. We also knew particular bedrooms were turned over now for, again, this wedding. It's a wedding site for people. So one of the bedrooms is turned into where the bride gets ready, but there's still the master suite and there's still other bedrooms and and so forth. And what I'll do is if you're interested, I'll put the link of the red house below. I'll find that. And if you go back on my Instagram, you'll find some pictures of the red house. So very, very cool. So we entered the first room and Maggie had all her equipment and we set up in the dark and um, Maggie started talking to the spirits and this was something she did. So I just witnessed and I just listened and there was probably more than three of us at this point. Maybe there was six of us in the room and she spoke. She said, hello, um, we're here to say hello, it's to give a greeting. And she explained that you can, you know, knock on the door or knock on the wall. And she showed how to do it. She knocked like three times. She said that she has a sensor over in this corner. So feel free to have the spirit touch that and then to speak. So then she spoke and we would just wait for any response. And then she would speak again and we wait for any response. So if you know anything about paranormal investigation, it takes hours and hours and sometimes days to get anything recorded. So everybody had their phone recorder on and usually you don't hear sound with your naked eye, but when you play it back, you, you may hear something. So there we are in the first room and she's speaking and saying, are you the lady of the house? Do you mind that we're visiting? Show yourself to us. How was your time here? Did you enjoy this home? So forth and so on. So we turned all the machines off. We played everything back. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Okay. Then we went into the next room. And the next room would have been like a laundry room. So there were hangers hanging and we were kind of all crouched into this laundry room. And again, for about 15 minutes or so, same thing. The voice recorder was on. We were talking to the spirit. Um, we were sensing any heat changes. We were sensing any movement. There was a little bit of movement of the hangers moving, but to be honest, it could have very well been the wind or the vibration, even though the window wasn't open. So again, nothing. 
played everything back. Nothing was on it. And then some people were getting, you know, discouraged and kind of left. And a few of us kept moving through the house. And then we ended up in the master bedroom. And this is where it gets weird. (laughs) If I hadn't experienced this with my own body and my own eyes, I would have said, you're crazy. So this is the real deal. So we're in the master bedroom, beautiful master bedroom, again, very historical and, you know, back again to the 1700s. And I'm there with two other women, not really getting a lot again, no recorder, no voice recorder, no, you could look at the the meter on her machine. Nothing's really happening. It would change to green or red. I don't remember. And nothing's really happening. And then one of the ladies left again, that people were getting discouraged, you know, like nothing's happening. We're so impatient. Right. And I was there and the strangest thing happened to me. I, we moved around the room and all of a sudden there were pockets of the room that felt really, really hot. And then there were pockets of the room that were really, really cold. It was the strangest thing. And so that was being picked up. And at one point I was cold and then I got really hot or hot and then cold. I can't remember the temperature. And I was holding onto the bed. It had a bed frame, like an old fashioned bed frame. And I started to feel not well. I started to feel kind of woozy. Um, my stomach started bothering me. And the other women or two that I was working with was like, are you feeling okay? And they were talking to spirit and they said, are you okay to have spirit speak to you through you? And I said, okay, I feel safe. And I started to feel all this movement in my stomach, but it felt like no exaggeration guys. It felt like I was having a baby. Like it felt like I was pregnant. It felt like contractions. I, it happened very quickly. So I was, remember holding my stomach. I remember them speaking and then it got so intense that I was like, okay, enough. And we ended the session. And so we kind of walked away and I was like, I was totally coherent, but it felt really strange. So that was my crazy experience in the master bedroom. When we spoke about it after a couple of the ladies said that it literally felt like my stomach looked like for a moment pregnant. Now I know I have a little weight to lose, but I think I know what they meant. So that was the craziest experience I have ever experienced. We kind of left that room and, you know, kind of shook it off. And, uh, and again, I'm totally fine, totally coherent, no pains again in the stomach. I'm fine. And then there was a whole group of people and Lisa Williams had visited and they were in the parlor and they were doing table tipping. And let me tell you something, this was the coolest thing. So table tipping, you can look it up, um, is a form of communicating with spirit, similar to the Ouija board, except it's a table and it's usually it has to be a table with three legs. So it has to be like a three-legged table. It can't be like a four-legged table. This table that was tipping and moving was a very, very sturdy, heavy table. And there was a whole bunch of people around and Lisa was speaking and she said, we have to start the table tipping. So you actually start it to rock. You actually physically start it rocking. 
and then no joke, guys, fingers were on the table, like finger tips were on the table and the table is moving and rocking and moving. And when I say moving and rocking, again, go to the videotape. It's on my Instagram and you'll scroll through. It, it was incredible. I mean, when you watch the video, I'm sure it might feel like we were actually moving the table, but I had a finger on the table and a lot of us had a finger on the table. So we were laughing and the table was moving and then we got to do it again with another group of people. So I got to witness it and then I got to also do it Um, or maybe I got to do it twice. Unbelievable. That's all I can say. Just unbelievable. Um, There was one woman who attended the weekend and she is really vast in table tipping. She had researched table tipping. I guess there's a, a very, not too many books on it. And she works with her table every single day. And it made me, it was really interesting because I totally believe in it because it's just another tool, like a pendulum, like a Ouija board, like Oracle cards, like tarot cards, uh, things like that. And it's a communicator. It's just a tool to communicate. She said that she worked with her table every single day, like literally every single day for two hours a day for this vast amount of time. And it made me realize as a teacher now, and when I teach psychic and mediumship development, how I always stress with my students, this is consistency and practice. And so the more we put in, the more we'll get out. It's developing a muscle. And so when I speak to my students, you know, they always want to get the name or get the relationship and everything be so easy, but it is work. And the people that really are passionate about it and want the development will really work hard for it. But again, it's, I can say this over and over, but it doesn't, it never ends. It's all the time and it's being consistent and putting in hours into work, hours into developing whatever you're working on within the mediumship world, the communicator with spirit. And what I loved about this, this whole part of what I'm explaining about is that it's really cool and it's actually very gratifying to know that we continue on. And so it's not scary and, you know, the movies make it all scary, but it was such a great, great experience. Now, what I will share with you is after the whole week has gone by, you know, we have a private Facebook group now. And interestingly enough, you know, this is now a week later, some pictures have developed of people taking pictures. Now we were in the dark, a lot of those rooms that nothing was happening. And I've seen one or two pictures and you can literally see faces on the wall. And this is after the event, obviously after the pictures were taken. And also when I was in, which I didn't say a couple episodes ago, when I went to the stump and we took pictures again, just took pictures in the dark and the moon was shining. There's also, and I have the picture, a face in the tree. So usually call that ornamentals, tree people, and it's very, very clear. So that's kind of how that happens. In the moment, what you're going through, you may not see it with the naked eye, just like you sometimes don't see orbs until the photos are developed. Um, Probably, I will say, the whole Lilydale experience, the women I met, and obviously completing my 
six-month trans mediumship with Lisa Williams has been truly, truly awe-inspiring. Um, I did things that week or the four days that I have never experienced before. I definitely got out of my comfort zone and I feel really good about it. I feel really proud that I took a risk. I took, I feel really good that I serve spirit, that I also had fun. And then I opened my mind and that's what it's all about. So that wraps up my time at Lilydale. And I really appreciate you listening to all the parts. I can't tell you how much feedback I have gotten that you've enjoyed it. And I've enjoyed it as well, sharing it with you. Now stay tuned because we're going to go right into Universal Messages for July. Hello, everybody, and welcome to July. I want to share July messages for you. Universal Messages. So no, I am going to ask Spirit to connect with me, to bring forth guidance and clarity and support. As I pull three cards, they will be for the beginning, middle, and end of July. First, let's center. Take a nice, long, slow, deep breath in. And a nice, long, slow, deep breath out. Open your heart. Call forth your spirit, your spirit guides, loved ones, to bring forth guidance, clarity, and support for the highest and the greatest good. And so it is, and so be it. I invite you to place your hands on your heart. Call forth intentions for this month. And so it is, and so be it. And we turn to the cards. Today, I'm using Wisdom of the Oracle by Colette Baron reed The first card that comes forward is the Yin card. This is for the beginning of July. Yin means to slow down. This is a passive card, a female energy card. So really tap into the female aspects of who you are. Surrender, slow down, enjoy the summer. Enjoy July. Let it be peaceful and easy. This card is adorned with the number two. And the number two is partnership. What's coming forward is partnership with the creator. Co-create with spirit. Connect. Take time to write, to journal, channel meditation, sit by the water, the woods, and enjoy being outside. Take in this beautiful weather, slow down, and surrender. The second card that comes forward for the middle of July. All that glitters. All that glitters comes in the middle of July. This card is adorned with gold and sparkles. It also shows two masks. And so be mindful of what you think something is better or greater on the other side. 
this is a card to remind yourself that not all things are the way they seem. And also, if there's any part of you that feels less than or that you're judging others, perhaps you feel they have more or they have an ability that you don't have. Be mindful and grateful that what you have is so precious, like gold. All that glitters, be grateful for what you have, not for what you don't have. Let go of judgment. Honor yourself. You are worthy and all things are well. The third card that comes forward for the month of July and the end of the month, buy the book. I love this card, the number 11, always a perfect number. By the book, shows three elephants in a row, tall, medium, and small. They are following one by one. By the book, at the end of July, is signaling to you to follow the rules. Now, follow the rules of your heart. Maybe not the collective, maybe not the world. Follow the book, or by the book, of your own heart. What leads you? What do you feel called to? Do the things that feel integrity, that feel honest, and that you are aligned with. The number 11 is an alignment number. You are aligned. You are connected. The elephant signals sacredness, preciousness. And just like the elephant that can be graceful, peaceful and move with such presence follow your heart by the book for the end of July and again the cards for the month of July the first card yin slow down surrender female aspect second card all that glitters honor your own self all the things you do have. Let go of envy, let go of judgment. And the third card, buy the book. Follow your own rules, listen to your heart. I hope these messages serve you for the month of July. Wishing you a beautiful, blessed July. Until we meet again, namaste. Namaste.